Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast, where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will. Everybody, welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will, and today we have episode 13 of the Just Sports Podcast, and today we have two guests. We have Josh. He's back again. Josh, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being on the show. I'm excited. And uh, we also have a new guest, brand new. Charlie, how are you today? Good. I'm doing good. Good. Good to hear. So for episode 13, I have two guests because we're talking NBA 2020-2021 season predictions. So we're going to give those. But of course, we have to start with NFL picks. So I'll just run through those very quickly so we can have the most time on NBA. So we'll start with NFL Week 15. Last week, I went 11-5 and five on my picks, and that brings our season record to 132-75. and 75. So this week, we'll go quickly. Thursday night football, Chargers at Raiders. I'm going to take the Chargers. Raiders have not been playing that well as of late. Chargers coming off the win, so I'll take the Chargers in Thursday night football. Saturday, we have two Saturday games this week. We have the Bills traveling to the Mile High City, Denver, and take on the Broncos. I'll take the Bills in this one. Bills are red hot coming off their win against the Steelers. Although Drew Locke and the Broncos are also coming off a very impressive win over Carolina. I got to take the Bills in this one. Then we're going to have Green Bay Packers hosting the Carolina Panthers. I'm going to take Packers in this one. They're arguably the best team out there in the NFC. Panthers coming off the loss, so I think Packers win this one. Sunday at 1 o'clock, we have the Atlanta Falcons hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm going to take the Buccaneers in this one. It's Tom Brady and that very potent offense against a very terrible Falcons defense, so I'll take the Bucks. We have Dallas Cowboys hosting San Francisco 49ers. Both teams, Dallas coming off a victory, but I'll take San Francisco in this one. Dallas beat Cincinnati. Cincinnati is not a very good team. I do like the 49ers as they continue to get healthier. You have the Tennessee Titans hosting Detroit Lions. Lions coming off a disappointing loss against Green Bay. Titans, I think the Titans will win this one. We have the Colts hosting the Houston Texans. Colts won their first game of the series this year. So I'll take the Colts. I think Colts are truly one of the best teams in the NFL. Dolphins hosting the New England Patriots. This is a signature matchup we've had in the past. Is a late season Dolphins hosting the Patriots. We saw last year the Dolphins won on a last second touchdown. So I'll take the Dolphins in this one. You have the Vikings hosting the Chicago Bears. I'll take the Bears in this one. Bears coming off a victory. They ended that losing streak. Mitch Trubisky at quarterback played well. So I'll take the Bears in that one. Washington hosting Seattle. I think this is a trap game for Seattle because I think it's a very solid Washington team. And Seattle has struggled against NFC East teams so far this year, including the Giants. But I have to pick Seattle in this one. We have the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars haven't won a game since week one this season. Ravens coming off a epic win over Cleveland. I'll take Baltimore and Lamar in this one. At 4.05, the Rams hosting the New York Jets. Jets still yet to win a game. They will continue looking because I have the Rams winning this one. Cardinals hosting the Eagles. Jalen Hurts in his first ever NFL start. He beat the New Orleans Saints for the Eagles. But Cardinals also coming off a big time win against the Giants to stay alive in the playoffs. I like Kyler Murray. I think it'll be a wake-up call for Jalen Hurts against the Cardinals. At 425, the Chiefs traveling to New Orleans to take on the Saints. The game of the week, no doubt. 
Um, Saints against the Chiefs. I'll take the Chiefs in this one. Best team in the NFL, I think. Patrick Mahomes will have a very nice day. And this one, I'll give me the Chiefs in this one. And then Sunday Night Football, the New York Giants hosting the Cleveland Browns. This is a tricky one to pick. New York coming off the loss, but the Browns coming off the win. Typically, you pick the Browns in this one, but I'm going to go with the Giants in this one. It feels like a trap game for Cleveland coming off a loss. And, you know, Giants, I think, are a very solid team, and they have a very, very good defense. Um, In the past, Baker Mayfield has struggled against good, solid defenses. So that's kind of what's leaning me towards taking the Giants in this one. And then, last but not least, Monday Night Football. Bengals hosting the Steelers. It's been a rough two games for my Pittsburgh Steelers, no doubt. But if they don't win this game, I don't know what I'm going to do. But I will take the Steelers in this one against a very bad Bengals team. So that's enough about me talking. We'll get right to the um, NBA before season. We start, before we start, can yeah, I say Charlie. something? I just want to say it's a, like to honor, say it's a huge honor to be on the show. I've heard a lot about it. I just had to get on. So. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to have you on the show, Charlie. I know you're an NBA, uh, NBA genius here. So, yes. Charlie, I think we'll let you go first. Um, we'll start with our Eastern Conference. Give me your seating for the Eastern Conference predictions for the upcoming season, Charlie. All right, so number one, I think it's um, pretty obvious for me at least. I'm going to go with the Bucks. Um, maybe a lot of people would take the Nets here, but I think with the contract extension to Giannis, there's just a, um, you know, he's confident and comfortable there now. And um, there's no, like, you know, is he playing last year in his contract? And so, you know, he has a fit. He's there long term. And at number two, the Nets can stay healthy, I think, the Nets will be the two seed because, you know, even though Kyrie might not be the best leader, KD's back now. And um, I think usually, you know, those two could do great to be a two seed. A three seed, I'm going to go the Raptors. They shocked a lot of people last year after losing Kawhi, and I um, I think they can uh, continue to do well. They just have a great defense and good chemistry. Four seed, I'm going to go – I don't think a lot of people are going to be expecting this. I'm going to go – the Wizards. Um, I think Russell Westbrook is finally going to be able to have a great player next to him with Bradley Beal. And I think Roy Hachimara will finally become a breakup player that he is. And also Bradley Beal will um, reach, reach full potential and um, get, you know, superstar franchise player status. Uh, my five seed will be the Heat. Even though they went to the finals last year, they weren't um, a super great team. But they just had great players, great defense. I think, you know, they could still make a playoff run. But uh, I have my, my five seed. Six seed Pacers didn't do too much in the offseason. Uh, Victor Aladipo, I mean, we'll just have to see. He hasn't been doing too great, but we'll see what he can do there. Seventh seed Boston, or um, seventh seed Boston. I know this is low, but I just feel like. This season could be a rough one for them, and um, so we'll see with that. And eight seed, I'm going to go with the Hornets with LaMelo Ball, Devontae Graham. I think they can get the eight seed. Yeah, I think some of those picks are pretty reasonable. I do agree that the Nets have the potential to be top three. Um, There were a couple things on there that shocked me, but we'll see if I'm the crazy one. We'll see what Josh has to say. Josh, give me your eight in the Eastern Conference. All right, but uh, Charlie, did you put the heat on there? Yeah, they're five. Oh, okay. 
So at number one, I have the Bucks. I agree with Charlie. After the contract extension with Giannis, I think they're going to be very successful. And then at number two, I have the Heat. And uh, they made a great run in the finals, lost to LeBron. And so I have met number two. Number three, I got the Raptors. I agree with Charlie. Uh, They surprised people after Kawhi left. And then... Number four, I have the Nets because Kyrie and KD are both great players, but they have never played before, so I don't know how well they they will do. And then at number five, I have the 76ers. Uh, they have a lot of talent, and I think they'll go places. And then number six, I have the Celtics. I don't think they're going to do as well as they did last season without Gordon Hayward. And then seven, I got the Pacers. I think it might be a disappointing season for them. But then at eight, I have LaMelo Ball and the Hornets. Okay. Um, You know, okay, I'll go. I'm looking at my list, and I'm not a big NBA guy, but maybe I'm a little crazy because my list is quite a bit off from your guys, but we'll see. Number one in the Eastern Conference, I have the Heat. What an amazing run it was last season in the finals. Tyler Hero, I think, will step into a much bigger role this season after his great play in the playoffs. They extended Bam Adebayo, who is one of the best upcoming stars in the game. And last season, the NBA Finals, they were, th- they were, they were without their starting point guard, Goran Dragic. He'll be back this regular season. I think he'll have a big impact. And number two, I do have the Celtics. I don't understand why you have the Celtics so low. Obviously, you know, you could say Kemba Walker is out with an injury to begin the season, and they lost Gordon Hayward. But Gordon Hayward truly did not have, I don't think, that big of an impact on them in their, you know, postseason run last season. They still made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I think this year Jason Tatum will truly develop into a superstar, and this is Jason Tatum's team to me down there in Boston. And I think, you know, they have some nice pieces around him, including Jalen Brown, who I think is extremely underrated. So I do have Celtics at number two and number three, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Like you guys said, extremely talented, got to stay out of the injury column. Um, Just one thing to watch out for the Nets would be, you know, um, chemistry between Kyrie and KD. Can they both play together? Well, number four, I have the Milwaukee Bucks. Charlie knows I'm not a huge Giannis Giannis fan. I a little bit of a Giannis hater. That's why I have them at number four. And quite honestly, for me, it's Giannis is not clutch. I've never seen I I have not seen Giannis be very clutch in his career. You saw it in the playoffs last year. They lost to the Heat. I don't care. Tyler Hero's twenty one or something. He knocked him out. Well, he's not even the best player on this you know, team. Okay. I I just think Giannis is overrated. You know. I don't think there's any players around him that can step up when he goes down and he's not playing like he should be, which happened last year in the playoffs. I don't think he can single-handedly lead this Bucks team. And so that's just me. I have them at number four. Um, number five, I have the Toronto Raptors. I agree. The Raptors are truly underrated. Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Fleet, they're a very solid team out there. Pascal Siakam can, you know, get back on track a little bit. Number six, I have the 76ers, new coach. Doc Rivers for Philadelphia, but I do have a number six. I don't like 76ers that much, but there's too much talent on that roster not to put them in the top eight. At number seven, I have the Pacers. I think it'll be a very interesting season for Indiana, Indianapolis. See if they can stay healthy, if Old Depot can stay healthy. 
Then at number eight, I have Wizards. I think Russ and Bradley Beal will be a great, great duo. But for me, it's who can step up around them. Can they have some nice pieces around them? So that'll be the difference. For So that's my eight. So if you guys have any well, um, thoughts on anything yeah, you want to talk two, about. You know, some people might be confused why I didn't choose the 76ers. Um, I just think either Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons will be dealt. And it might be a rebuild season. Or if not, and neither of them are dealt, it's just going to be a season like usual where they end up like, you know, the six, seven seed. So that's just how I feel about the seven yeah. sixes this year. Yeah, I could totally see that happening as well. Josh, you have any thoughts before we move on to the Western Conference? All right, so we'll move on to Western Conference. Uh, I'll let Josh go first this time. Western Conference, one through eight. Let's hear it, And number one, I got the Lakers. They came off of a championship last season. They have Anthony Davis, who I think is the best player in the league, and LeBron James. Uh, yeah, so they're first. Second is the Nuggets. They have Jamal Murray. They have great shooters like um, Harris. And I think they're just an overall great team. Number three, I got the Rockets. They have um, a much better point guard now. (laughs) And then at at number five, or four, sorry, I have Dallas Mavericks. They got Luka and Kristaps. They're almost unstoppable. Number five, I got the Trailblazers because uh, (laughs) – are you laughing at me, Will? No, no, continue, continue. (laughs) They have C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard, so I think that they're going to be good. Number six, I have the Jazz. Uh, They have Donovan Mitchell, who is a superstar and – I think he can carry this team all the way to number six. Seven, I got the Grizzlies. He got John Morant and Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, they are both really good. Number eight, I got the Warriors. Uh, Clay Thompson's out with an injury, but I think that Steph and uh, James Wiseman can go to eight. Okay, Josh. Uh, I wasn't laughing at you. I think I was just a little shocked because – where are the Clippers, yeah. Josh? Okay. What do okay. you have the Clippers doing this season? They have no Doc season? Rivers. So that is – Okay, that's okay. not okay. – Charlie, Charlie, Charlie. I think Doc Rivers – let him talk. Paul George is a waste of money. And um, Kawhi didn't really do much last season. So I don't have – I don't think that they can go to the playoffs this season. Maybe next season, but – I mean – I understand where you're looking from. Um, playoff P, he has been uh, training a lot. He says he's been working on it. Kawhi, I think, really led this team last year. I think you're forgetting they were the two seed last season. Of course, they lost in the playoffs. But Do- I think Doc Rivers, honestly, was part of the nope. problem for Los Angeles. He didn't really seem to know how to use Paul George um, you know, to his advantage. And I think. I think Doc Rivers – Paul George is an excellent player. I don't think you can deny that. And there's definitely ways they can use him in their offense. I don't think Doc Rivers did a great job of that. But it is Josh's opinion. So, I think I'll go next, oh, Charlie, yeah, if you don't mind. Uh, I think I think I'm a bit more reasonable oh, than and, Josh. Uh, I'm not saying Josh is know, not reasonable, but I think it's more of a common guys, um, pick. What was don't that, want to mention um, – if you guys 
there, I forgot, there's the um, the playing tournament now for the playoffs. So if you want to include, like, the, the you know, the people, like, the one or two people on the outside that you think would be in the playoff tournament. Mm-hmm. The, the playing tournament. Okay, okay. Okay. So at number one in the Western Conference, I think everyone should have the Lakers as number one. I would be shocked if I saw the Lakers not at number one. Obviously coming off the championship, and they their team only got stronger this offseason. They added Dennis Schroeder. They added Montrez Harrell. This is a very good, a very deep Lakers team. At number two, I do agree with Josh. I have the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic, Murray really stepped up last season in the playoffs. Looks like a star. It's Gary Harris. It's a really deep Denver team. Number three, I do have the Clippers. I think it's a new – it's a fresh breath of air out there in Los Angeles now that Doc Rivers is gone. It's a new era. They have a new offense that I think will utilize Paul George even more. So I do have the Clippers at number three. And number four, I have the Utah Jazz. Donovan Mitchell really showed what he can do last season in the playoffs. He played really well. And, you know, they have Gobert. It's a deep team out there in Utah. And I think they're really flying under the radar this season. And I think they'll use that to their advantage. I have Utah, number four. Number five, I have the Dallas Mavericks. I do think the Mavericks will be very good this season. Luka Doncic is the best player – Second best player in the NBA. Uh, Kristaps Porzingis is a very good player as well. So I think Luca really lead that team. Number six, I have the Warriors. I think Steph, he's back. He's healthy. Of course, they lost Clay, but they do have some really good pieces around Steph Curry. They have Andrew Wiggins. They added Kelly Oubre. They added James Wiseman from the draft. And people forget they had Omari Spellman, who had a very, very good rookie season last year out of Villanova. At number seven, I have the Phoenix Suns. I really do like the Suns heading into this season. I really do. They were 8-0 in the bubble. Devin Booker was playing like a beast. They added Chris Paul, who is still one of the top point guards. They have DeAndre Ayton. And I'm very high on the Suns this season. I think they'll do great things. And then at number eight, I do have the Grizzlies, John Morant, Jaron Jackson, Jonas Valanciunas. And they added... Xavier Tillman from uh, Michigan State, who I think will actually have a big impact on this team. So that's my top eight. Any thoughts before we move on to Charlie? Mm-hmm. All right, Charlie, let's hear All your right, top so eight. number one, you know, unanimous. I have the Lakers. It's, um, you know, kind of obvious. They they just got better. You know, they, they were a little older last year. They added pieces like Montrose Harrell and um, the sixth man of the year, Dennis Schroeder. So I, I just think, you know, the team gets – that much better. And then you have the I have the Nuggets at two because, you know, that offense is just so fun to watch. You saw in the bubble what they could do. Jamal Murray playing, like, you know, an MVP-type level. Jokic, you know, even though he looks weird out there, he's just that good. <laughs> and then three, I have the Clippers. I mean, it's Kawhi and Paul George. As much as people hate on Paul George, he's still an elite player. He was in the MVP race two years ago or, um, like, the season before last. And um, he just had a, you know, rough playoff stretch. You know, I think he's been too too many girls. But um, (laughs) at number four, I'm going to go with the Mavericks. You know, my boy Luka Doncic. As much as I love him, I don't think those top three teams are just super good. I don't think they can get above. I mean, I think it's going to be a close race with the Clippers, the Mavericks, because it's just, you know, those are two great teams. And you saw how close that was last year in the playoffs. And if Kristaps stays healthy, that team be lethal number five I have the Jazz you know that team it just can't seem to make it to that um 
NBA or the final like contender. They're like always in the playoff hunt, but they can just never seem to get to that next step. Donovan Mitchell's great, Gobert's great, but they just don't have a super elite player. Number six, I have the Rockets again. James Harden, you know, he's super good, but it just seems like again they can't get to the finals either. They almost did with Chris Paul years ago, but since then, no one really wants to be a teammate of James Harden because he's a little of a ball hog and things like that. Number seven, I have <laughs> the Trailblazers. Damian Lillard, I think, will be great, but um, again, it's hard with injuries on that team. They just had so many, and it's just so hard with such a stacked West. And then right behind them, I have the Grizzlies at eight. I think that will be another close race. The Grizzlies, Trailblazers, um, you know, like you said, they have Jan Jackson, J.A. Morant, and um, so many, su- such young talent on the Grizzlies, too. It's, you know, going to be a team in the future. And number, like, nine, you know, like the playoff play-in, I have the Suns and then also the Warriors because I think that race is always super tight in the West. So I like the playing game this year because it gives an opportunity for, you know, the ninth seed to get in the playoffs in such a tight Western conference. Yeah, I agree. Looking at it, you know, I'm making my list and I'm like, there's 12, 11 teams out there in the Western mm-hmm. conference that could easily be in the playoffs. Just one thing I do want to circle around before we go further is uh, Josh's comments on the Rockets. Uh, if I heard it correct, he did say, that the Rockets got a better, yeah, that was better point guard, John Wall, than Russell yeah, I Westbrook. Like Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I I don't agree. Mm-hmm. I don't agree at all. But that's not what I'm pointing to. I'm pointing Whoa. to how does he have the Rockets at three, yeah. Josh? I'd like to hear explanation on having Houston at number okay. three. So with John Wall and James Harden, I don't think that they're gonna win a championship or go really far in the playoffs. I think they're gonna be a really good regular season team like they've always been but I think they're going to be better because now they don't have two ball hogs they have John Wall who passes the ball and can dribble and they have a shooter so I just think they're going to be much better you think John Wall um is going to be better than Westbrook coming off his injury yes just one thing I'd like to add to this argument is James Harden, I don't know if you've seen him at training or the preseason. He looks like he's gained yeah, a good 10 or 20 him. pounds. Where's he been? He's been in the strip clubs. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I, I, I mean, I, I, it's a fact. It's a fact. Uh, I'm not going to bring that into it, though, but he looks like he's added 10 to 20 pounds. And he's said he wants to be traded, so there has to be a question of, is he really going to be really, trying yeah. that hard? when he gets on the floor for the Rockets, is he really going to care that much? Because he doesn't want to be there. Also, That's Josh, obvious. I mean, I think about Westbrook. The dude has never had a good teammate, like you said. Paul George. Katie. Like, he's had Katie's not a good teammate. Okay, they went to the finals. And, um, I mean, KD, when he went to the finals, what was his team? And he won. It was Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, him, Draymond Green, Boogie Cousins. I mean, that team was stacked. And so, like, you have to look at Katie's a great player, but it takes – Super teams to get to the finals. And um, I just think Westbrook slept on a little bit by you, Josh. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Another thing about Westbrook, if you're talking about him being a ball hog and a bad teammate, if you look at what his former teammates, such as Kevin Durant, Paul George, have said about him, they've all said that he is an amazing, amazing teammate. They've never had anything bad to say about him as a teammate. They say he's been a great teammate. He's always pushed them. 
to be better. So mm-hmm. I don't blame him for that and situation so, in Houston. I think it's definitely yeah, because James Harden. All of, pretty much all Houston. of James Harden's former teammates have said he's a ball hog. He was like, he wouldn't even try when he didn't have the ball in practice. And so it was just like, you know, a bad ego situation. I mean, all his old teammates have pretty yeah. much left him, you know. He the man of Chris his Paul, yeah. now Russell Westbrook. Yeah. So we'll move on. Uh, do you guys have your Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals uh, predictions? Josh, you can go. Or we can uh, go We can go right to the I, NBA Finals. Josh, do you want to take it? Sure. So in the East, in the Finals, I have the Heat. And in the West, I have the Lakers. I think a rematch. Yep, a rematch. A rematch? Okay. I think okay. the Heat this And time. who do you think would win? Really? Wow. Josh with some hot takes today. I like it. I like it. I'll go next. NBA Finals. I'm going to go Celtics. Kemba Walker will be back by the time they get to the playoffs. They have Tatum, who I think will be one of the best in the NBA this season. So I'll take the Celtics. And I think it's obvious Lakers out there in the West. And I will take the Lakers going back to back. Yeah. I'm also going to go Lakers because obviously they're the best team. They were the best team last year. And um, I think, you know, obviously the team stays healthy. This will be, you know, LeBron's um, fish ring. And so that will just even get him closer to the ghost status. But, uh, um, and I think they'll be facing the Brooklyn Nets because that team is just too good. And if it's healthy, that's like an automatic championship team, in my opinion, especially if they were at James Harden. I mean, I, I think James yeah, Harden would only hurt true. them. That is true, honestly. but, you know, that team would be so stacked to not go to the finals. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, so let's go with our predictions for awards. Let's start at MVP. Josh, who All do you right, have winning MVP have next Luka. season? He's a great player, but I don't think he's the best. I think that Anthony Davis is going to be the MVP. Last year, he averaged 26 points nine rebounds and three assists that's better than his entire career and I think he should have won uh finals MVP last year but I guess LeBron was better somehow so yeah there's definitely a LeBron bias but in yeah I got continue. 80 for me I would have to agree that Anthony Davis is the better player He's the best player in the NBA, but I'm going to take Luka winning his first MVP. And last season, 28.8 points per game, nine rebounds per game, eight assists. He was almost averaging a triple-double. And the last player to do that, player. Josh, was Russell Westbrook. Because he's a great player. Uh, but for Luka, the reason I'm not taking Anthony Davis in this award is because it's a stacked team he's on, and you have to wonder, can he put up the same stats that Luca would put up because you look he's got to you know play with LeBron he's got to play with Dennis Schroeder now and Montrez Harrell so that's just a question for me whether he can put up the same kind of caliber of stats that Luca can so I'm gonna take Luca winning MVP um yeah I'm gonna go um Luca also as my MVP I dislike him so much and I think he's gonna have um, such a great season you know another great season just keep developing keep getting to that you know top three player in the NBA type player. But uh, I'm going to give credit to Bradley Beal. I think he will be a runner-up. He averaged 31 points last year with six assists. 
And I think, you know, with Westbrook, he gets someone who can't shoot really well, so he can take more threes, but also get a playmaker next to him. And then I think uh, Anthony Davis will be in the MVP race also. Okay, so we'll move on to Defensive Player of the Year. Charlie, we'll come right back right. to you on Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I don't know. I mean, Rudy Gobert could three-peat, but I um, I think it's going to be Anthony Davis just because, you know, he's been so good with L.A., and um, he's just such a great post defender. I have Rudy right, Gobert. Josh, Defensive Player of the Year. He averages 14 rebounds per game in two blocks. Like, the guy's monster. I think he's going to have a three-peat, and, like, there's not really anyone else besides Anthony Davis who even comes close. Yeah, I'll agree with Charlie on this one. I'll take Anthony Davis. I think he should have won it last year, quite honestly, but I think he'll get it this year. 2.3 blocks per game last season, 1.5 steals per game. And you saw he was a defensive he – he played so well defensively in the finals, in the playoffs, he really stepped it up. And if he can play at that level, it'll be very easy for him to win Defense Player of the Year. So Rookie of the Year, I'll go first on this one because it's probably not your typical pick for Rookie of the Year here. Give me Ooh. Obi Toppin from the New York Knicks. He was the NCAA Player of the Year last season at Dayton. He averaged 20 points per game and 7.5 rebounds per game. He's a playmaker. You saw some of his highlights, you know. 360 dunks, stuff like that. He'll bring that to New York where he will be more than likely the star, him and R.J. Barrett out there in New York. And I think if you haven't seen him in the preseason, yeah. he's played very well so far in the preseason. He did play the Pistons. So that's really what's – that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But it is preseason, so you have to wonder, you know, does it really matter who they're playing because it's obviously not going to be their top players out there like a normal rotation. But – yeah, I'll take Obi Toppin, especially since some of the top rookies, you know, haven't really looked super great in the preseason so far. So I'll take Obi Toppin getting rookie of the uh, year. Who, Josh, who, who you got rookie of the year? The Timberwolves. Anthony, Anthony Edwards. Edwards. I think he's going to be a Anthony bust. Edwards. Yeah, I agree. He has no motivation for okay. basketball, and that's why. And um, oh, wow, okay. James Wiseman. I just think he's surrounded by a lot of talent. Not going to get as many points or anything as. Um, the other centers. So I have Lamelo Ball. He's he's young. He's really talented, and lots of young <laughs> stars uh, couldn't shoot their first month in the NBA. Like you got guys like Brandon Ingram. He couldn't shoot his first month. He he'd airball free throws. Like it just wasn't good. And then he picked it up, and now he's he got traded for Anthony Davis, and now he's balling with the Pelicans. So, I got LaMelo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take... Okay, Charlie, Charlie, who From you the got? Washington Wizards, Denny oh, no. Avdia. Oh, we you know, knew it was I like coming. my Europeans, you know what I'm saying? And um, this guy, he... Did you see him against the Nets? He shot six for six from the field, and he shot three for three from the three-point. He just has such a smooth, silky shot, and he just, you know, goes right <laughs> through the hoop. And it's just so perfect. But um, anyways, I think I think that will contribute to why the Wizards will be so good this year. Because, you know, people are going to sleep on him. They're going to hate. They're going to be like, why did they take this year off? And I'm going to be like, because he's just, you know, he has to start potential. I'm going to tell you guys again, that's my hot take. He's going to be a star in the league. Win rookie of the year. I think Obi Toppin will be close. And Josh, 
Um, I do like Lamella Ball, but he's got to get that shot down. People think, you know, he's a sharp shooter, even though he only shot 25% from three in the Australian League. So I think he needs to get his shot down, and that would make him a much better player, in my opinion. Yeah, okay. I, I respect it. We'll go, last but not least, Coach of the Year. And my Coach of the Year. Josh, the who's your Coach, coach of the Year? Uh, Eric however you say his name, Spolstra. Um, I think Spolstra. that they're going to go number two in the East, and it's a big improvement from last year. And uh, I just think he's a great coach, and I like him. Charlie, I'll let you go second here for Coach of the Year. Oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. I cut out for a second. Charlie. What? Coach of the Year, Charlie. It's all right. Oh. Coach of the year. Who's your coach um, of the take year, Charlie? From the Washington Wizards, the head coach. I don't exactly know who it is at the, as of right now, but all I know is that team is going to be special, and you know he'll get attributed to a lot of the wins. And that's that's just my hot take. The Wizards are going to be good this year, but you know people can have their opinions. Okay, I also have a hot take for coach of the year. You you guys have probably never heard of this coach before now. Monty Williams. Mm. He is the Phoenix Suns coach. Like I What's, said, oh, so I you, like you, the you Suns. Think I think they'll be the seventh seed. The seventh seed. Last... Coach of the year? <laughs> I do. Where, I do because I think they'll improve like the so much. Last year? They'll be the seventh <laughs> seed. <laughs> they were, yes. No, they were the tenth seed, Charlie. They were the tenth seed, Charlie. Listen, listen here. Last season they went thirty four and thirty nine, and they were, but they were eight and zero in the bubble. So you think ten to and seven they added is a huge Chris improvement? Paul. I <laughs> listen here, listen here. They'll be the seventh seed, but it'll be really close. You know, in the Eastern Conference, you're looking at a seventh seed, and that's they'll true, have a true. losing record. The Suns will not have a losing record. Okay, they'll be well above five hundred this season, I think. And I, you know, they're the seventh seed, but it's the Western Conference where, you know, you have the Grizzlies at, you know, eight and the Jazz at, you know, up at five and four. And they're really, really tight. You know, either of those teams could win on any given day. So I'm not really mm-hmm. looking at the seeding. I'm looking at like their development and getting better. And I think they will improve. I think they'll improve of, you know, you know, I was looking at Nets coach Steve Nash, but I don't know. You know, he was getting that could be enough. true. Yeah. We'll have to see, but it's his first season. Uh, he was getting hated on, and I understand why. There were several mm-hmm. other candidates I would have liked to see get that job. So I think that's kind of what shied me away from Steve Nash. But give me Monty Williams, the legend, getting the coach of the year. I don't, I don't see any, him any being coach of the year. Gentlemen, anything okay. we need but to it's debate your over. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, if maybe it's the Suns go to top four seed. Um, for sure, but I feel like a coach in the East always wins because there's less competition, and it's always like a bit bigger development in the East. But yeah, I understand. Yeah. Any any closing hot takes? The Wizards any, on my anything we need to debate real quick? Go crazy this year. We might even see Cassius Winston get some minutes on his two way contract. I'll have to see that too. I would, also, I would yeah, love I think to see um, that. the Wizards, Grizzlies, and the Nuggets are going to be elite teams and the Suns in the upcoming years. Um, okay. okay. No, Josh, no any more. hot takes? 
Mm-hmm. No, no more. Yeah, you already gave us all your hot takes earlier in the show. So that has been uh, episode thirteen, I think. I just thank want to you. thank Charlie and Josh for being on the show. Honor. I'm expecting it's been a lot of fun. Like that, so, so thank you. <laughs> oh yes, yeah, sir. I will definitely invite you back because we need to have our down Michael that, Jordan that versus LeBron James easy. big debate. So. I, it'll be very uh, mm-hmm. heated. It'll be a very personal debate, I'm sure. Um, so that's been episode 13. I just want to thank you all for listening. Go follow us on Instagram at just sports underscore pod. And make sure to be on the lookout for our upcoming MJ versus LeBron episode. It's it might be, be the best episode in Just Sports podcast history. It, it's going to be a great episode. So I just want to thank you all for listening. This has been.